So this episode might surprise you. And that is, you do not need to be in a co-op to do homeschooling. That is not a requirement. And (laughs) this is from me, who has been doing homeschooling for the last eight years, and I have never joined a co-op. So I'm not a co-op mom. And I know there's a lot of benefits from it, but I'm gonna give you my perspective of why you actually don't need to be in a co-op to have a successful homeschool. And if you've been loving my episodes or you find really good value in it, the best way to connect with me is on Instagram. And that's at Kavai underscore Aquin. I love connecting with other moms, other homeschoolers, whether you do business, whether you do homeschool, it doesn't matter. Let's definitely be friends for real (laughs) at Kavai underscore Aquin. Come and reach out to me on Instagram. Let me know what episode you listened to, what really helped you out, and anything I can talk about to help you further. So let's jump into this episode about why you don't need to be in a co-op. Aloha mamas, you've made it to the Homeschooling Entrepreneur Mom podcast. I'm Kavaya Quinn, RN turned full-time entrepreneur and homeschool rock star to five kiddos. I know you're frustrated with homeschooling. You know there's a way to make it fun, but you haven't figured it out yet. And you're overwhelmed with combining homeschool and making money from home. You're wishing for a way to integrate homeschooling and building a business while giving your kiddos the gift of entrepreneurship. So if you're ready to create a homeschool filled with fun and adventures while you're making money, get your favorite mama juice and throw your hair in a messy bun. Let's get to work. Aloha friends, welcome to another episode And like I said in the intro today, we're kind of talking about something that might ruffle a few feathers, but it's just because you don't need this really to do homeschooling and to have a successful homeschool. And the reason why I said that is because I've been doing homeschooling for eight years and I have never joined a (laughs) co-op. And it's not because I'm going to clear the air right off the bat. It's not because I do not like co-ops or they're bad things. No, actually co-ops are beautiful groups that were created to help share the load of homeschooling, which is genius. Like that is one of the great things I love about it. It's moms coming together or dads coming together and helping each other out with teaching different subjects, planning different activities and so forth. So that's one of the best things about co-ops. And I have looked into a few in the past. I remember when I first started homeschooling, I thought it was a requirement. You, What co-op are you in? Because that's one of the questions you get when you tell people you homeschool. <laughs> hey, I homeschool. Oh, good. What co-op? I'm like, oh, I, um, I'm not in a co-op. And then you get the weird look like, what do you mean you're not in a co-op? <laughs> and I I used to get that look a whole lot. I used to feel the pressure of, oh my gosh, I think I need to join a co-op now. Where are all the co-ops? How do I find the co-op? And I would go searching for some. I would visit a few. There would be some where like you had to apply and do all these things. And I just felt overwhelmed as a homeschooler because I was just trying to get started with homeschooling. I was just trying to figure it out. And now there was this added pressure of you needed to be in a co-op. That turned me off, off the bat. So it really wasn't like the co-op in general. It's just me being overwhelmed with the whole situation. So especially if you're getting started with homeschooling, you do not need to be in a a homeschool co-op just to have a successful homeschool. 
if it helps you out, then power to you, join one for real. Like if you found one already that speaks to you, that helps you, that, you know, your child loves, that you love, that fits in your schedule and all the things, then that is great. But to tell you the truth, after the first few years and after finally like finding what we truly love about homeschooling, I never really looked back into joining a co-op. I have been in homeschool communities and have popped in here and there at different groups or um, I want to say like different meetings that were open to people, like opened up because I want to meet new people. Um, And that's one thing I love. I love meeting people. I love groups. I love seeing other homeschoolers. My kids get a definite benefit of socialization in that setting and with other kids that are homeschooling too. And they love finding kids who homeschool too. It it excites them. So I'm just going to be real. I never really looked into it maybe after three years. Even when we moved to Washington, I just wanted to look for a community. I was like, okay, where are all the homeschoolers at? And that's one of the great things that we have here in our area in Washington state, we actually have a Facebook group for homeschoolers in our city. And what that does is people are are allowed to post like activities that they're going to, hey, if you want to meet up here, I'm going to be here. And then it gives the opportunity for other homeschooling families to come and join in on maybe an activity you already had planned. So that's another thing that you can Um, do too. Find a homeschool community and if you don't have one, you can just make a Facebook group up and start inviting people and put it out there and start building your own community. That's a great way to do it too. But the other main reason why we chose not to join any after like looking into it for the first couple years, I said, you know what? I don't want to be in a co-op. I made the decision and it's because our time and schedule is sacred in our family. And what I realized was when I booked homeschool classes, when I went and did like booked our field trips and all the things. And then when I tried to put in a co-op group that usually met either weekly or bi-weekly, my schedule was way too full. And I was over committing ourselves to too many things. And what I was realizing was like homeschooling was just becoming way more stressful. And it was because of me. I was making it stressful. I was overbooking. I was committing to all these things that didn't bring our family happiness and joy and it didn't feel good like I felt like I was dragging my kids to somewhere else and dragging them to another place and I was dreading it and when it comes to that feeling I realized "Mm, this is not for our family and that doesn't only go along with co-ops that goes along with me committing to a year-long class for our kids so a great example was our kids were doing a STEM class, my three older boys, and we loved it. They learned so much from this class. But when my two younger started to join in, it was all right because they had two different classes for the age groups. But then this year would have been three different classes. And I would have had to drive my kids once a week to three different classes. <laughs> And I wasn't having that. Like, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to be living in the car. And that's not, not where I want to be, especially for myself and for my kids. Like, get in the car, get out the car, get in the car, get out the car. Not fun. So we made the decision, and this was a tough one, to not do the STEM program. And the reason was we had to commit for the entire year. 
And what we were realizing last year was a lot of the freedom of our homeschool schedule was being dictated by the class um, time. And we didn't like that because we love that with homeschooling, you could take a vacation randomly in the middle of February if you wanted to, or November, or October, or whenever you want and works for your family. But that doesn't work very well when you are in a homeschooling program or class that follows the schedule of maybe the school district or something else. Because now you've paid for this class, you committed to it, and you don't want to miss it. Same thing with co-ops. I don't want to commit ourselves to something, especially if it's like weekly and we are responsible for teaching other, you know, other homeschoolers. And I realized, oh my gosh, I wanted to go do this that week or I wanted to do that. I wanted to, you know, have a spontaneous trip. And that kind of takes the time away from those things. And I didn't want to commit our family to that. So that is the main reason we chose not to do a co-op or join in on a co-op. So you're probably like thinking, what do you do, Kabai? <laughs> do you do nothing? No, we do a lot of things. If you follow me on Instagram at Kabai underscore Quinn, we go on a lot of adventures. And that's one of the things I love about homeschooling is the fact that we can fill our schedule with so much field trips. I don't know if you remember your elementary years or even intermediate. Like, I feel like as you got older, the field trips got less and less. And you really didn't get a lot of time to explore. You didn't get a lot of time to do a lot of learning. It was really like quick and fast because they just had to get you through. I appreciated all the field trips we went to when I was little, but I learned that my kids soak up so much more when we do experiences. So, Yes, we do a lot of adventures, a lot of field trips, and yes, it is on you if you're the one planning them all. So it might be a little bit more work, but I also saw that if I do once a month, then that is great. If I can fit in more, then wow, we're doing amazing. Um, And then now we have my daughter who's in preschool, and I love her teacher because her teacher lets us join in on their field trips. So They have four throughout the entire year. And I was like, amen, there's four field trips for our homeschool too. So that is one thing that we do. We plan a lot of adventures, a lot of field trips. We get out of the house a lot. But the other thing that we do is, like I said earlier, we join in on a lot of our homeschool community things. If it works in our schedule, then we'll join in. They actually do a weekly socialization uh, meet up. So we've been going to that regularly when we first started homeschooling up here in this area. And then the schedule started to conflict with other things. And then now we started going back and forth or just pop in here and there. So that is one thing that we do. Um, other things that we do is we just invite friends over and plan an activity when we have time. So it's almost like a pop-up co-op thing. <laughs> I want to call it that. It's like a pop-up activity. Um, And that is what I also intend to do in the future. So one thing that my heart has been like pulling for me to do more is to host maybe a monthly 
like group activity or get together, whether it's crafts or learning about a subject or a unit study or whatever it is. Basically what they do in co-op, but just done monthly, spontaneous, here and there. I'm thinking about doing something like that in my own home. I have a few homeschooling moms just send out some invites and be like, hey, this is what we're doing here together. Come and hang out. I'll like have the activity and we can do something like that. And so that's another alternative if you're like me and want to just, you know, keep your schedule and time sacred um, and flexible and fit you and your family rather than overcommitting yourself to all these classes or group activities or things like that. So that may be a great idea if that's something that you want to do or just start. Maybe you want to see, hey, I can do a once a month activity or maybe like once a quarter, once a semester. It It's all up to you. And that's a great thing about homeschooling. It really is up to you. And that's one thing we love about it, like truly love about it. We desire to have a homeschool that fits into our lifestyle, not a life that is dragged around by all our homeschool commitments. So I hope this episode helped you out. (laughs) If you are one, feeling the pressure of joining a co-op or two, want to start something in your own community for other homeschoolers, maybe you can do that. And if you want to continue the conversation with me, like I said earlier, the best place to do that is on Instagram. Come and hit me up at Kavai underscore Aquin. That's at K-A-W-A-I underscore A-H-Q-U-I-N. All right, friends, like always, go out and make your day amazing or maybe start an activity because only you can do that. Have a good one. Hey, mama friend, if this podcast inspired, encouraged, or gave you confidence to take action today, I would love for you to share it in your Instagram stories. Tag me at Kavai underscore Aquin. Then drop it in a message to another friend who needs to hear it too. The biggest compliment would be for you to take a minute from your busy mama day and leave me a review and subscribe. I'm so grateful for you and I'd love to keep this conversation going. The best way to connect would be in my Facebook group, bit.ly slash H-E-M support group. Till next time, lots of aloha. Kavai.